0: so grateful this morning because God allowed me to wake up and worship him another day. And as we get ready to collect the offering, let's pray and bow our heads. Father Lord, I pray for the cheerful giver this morning. I pray for those that are looking for new employment father lord and are seeking new job opportunities father lord we know father lord that you open the right doors father god bless your congregation this morning bless the cheerful giver lord and bless those that might be looking for uh, employment father lord in jesus mighty name amen and amen you may come forth bring your offerings and tithes and a privilege to have one of our associate pastors bring the word my good dear friend uh, pastor Naomi Torres with us
1: God bless you church God bless you more God is good and all the time praise the Lord hallelujah will you stand with me let us pray this morning hallelujah we thank God God has been moving in this place this morning amen hallelujah he's been speaking to us hallelujah let's raise our hands to the heavens this morning in gratitude to the Lord God we thank you this morning God We thank you because from the time that we stepped into your house, Lord God, you've been moving in our hearts, Lord God. Your spirit has been speaking to us, oh God. And you, Father God, have just set a time today, Lord God, for us to meet with you. For you, Lord God, to speak into our hearts, Lord God. To move our hearts in such a way, Lord God, that we can't deny it, Lord God, that you are speaking to us today, oh God. So, Father, I pray, Lord God, that the word that you have placed in my heart for your people this morning that you give them ears to listen Lord God that you give them a receptive mind and heart this morning God and that you Lord God may just glorify yourself oh God father I stand behind you God I am but a mere vessel in your hands Lord God in Jesus name we pray amen hallelujah you may remain standing and you can open your book your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy we're going to read today from Deuteronomy chapter 8. Praise the Lord. It is an honor for me to be before you. I thank God for our pastors, and I thank God for this opportunity. And I pray that the, the word that the Lord has placed in my heart for us this morning may just be received. Amen. That you know that it's coming from the Lord. Amen. We're just going to read verses um, 2 and 3. Praise the Lord. Well, let's, let's read 1, 2, and 3. Amen? Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, we're going to read verses 1, 2, and 3. Be careful to follow every command I am giving you today, so that you may live and increase, and may enter and possess the land the Lord promised on oath to, to your forefathers. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to you in order to know what was in your heart whether or not you would keep his commands He humbled you causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna which neither you nor your fathers had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Let the church say, Amen. amen. You may be seated, praise the Lord. Praise God, hallelujah. This morning's message is entitled, A Call to Remember, praise the Lord. And we read verses two and three, amen. And I just want you to be receptive this morning and just listen to what God has for you. Amen. At the end of every school year, most teachers, like myself, amen, we send students home with an array of resources. We send them home with workbooks. We send them home with packets, right? We send them home with reading materials, with all sorts of materials, because there is a thing called the summer slide. And the summer slide is defined as a tendency for students to lose some of their achievement gains that they have made during the previous school year. And the teacher's fear is that, especially those students that have struggled all year, that when summertime comes, they're just they're going to lose it if I don't send something home with you to remind you so that you can put it into practice, so that you can remember all the skills that you obtained during the school year, you're gonna forget and you're gonna struggle in the new school year, amen? I know I see all my teacher friends going, oh yeah, this is very true, right? So therefore, what does the teacher do? The teacher goes and she starts giving the students resources with the hope that when they are home, they will put it into practice, that they will remember, oh, wait, my teacher t- gave me this. Let me practice this. And also the parents take initiative, right? I need to help my child. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and help her through this, this little summer so that they don't fall into that summer slide, amen? And this is what happens during the school year. And when we read in Deuteronomy 8, we find something very similar happening here. Here we see Moses, and we can make the connection that he's sort of like a teacher for the Israelites, amen? Moses the teacher, the Israelites the students, amen? And he, we find that he is at the end of his life here. And he has gathered the Israelites. He's called them together, and he's called them to remember. To remember their journey with Jesus. To remember that walk that they had with God for 40 years in the wilderness. Why? Because he is fearful that when his time comes to an end, they're going to forget. He wants them to remember the commandments and the promises God had for them. He doesn't want them to forget the valuable lessons that they have learned during those 40 years in the wilderness. So today, as we go through these two verses, I want you to see how we too are called to remember all that God has done for us. We too are called to remember the valuable lessons that we have been taught in our times in our struggles in our times when we were in that dry place in that wilderness amen all those valuable lessons see because what we don't realize right if we haven't already is that God does not allow us to go through the struggles and through the hardships so that we could forget It wasn't a time-limited thing, and say, okay, you went through this, you can forget about it, now you can move on. No. Because we've been there. I can testify, I've been there. Once, going through a hardship, and reaching a place of peace, reaching that place, oh, this is over, thank the Lord. And in that place of peace, I will say with all transparency, I didn't really recall how I got to that place of peace. I tend to forget how I got to that place of peace. So God wants us to to remember today. He's calling us today to gather, and he's saying, remember where I brought you out from. Remember what i did for you first chronicles sixteen twelve says remember the wonders he has done his miracles and hit the judgment he has pronounced so let's look at verse two if you want to remain with your bibles open that's good amen and it says remember the lord your god led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years Moses again here we go again and he's he's calling them into memory and as a teacher I know that there are certain key words that I can say to my students and it will it will a memory will jump out oh I remember that Miss Torres and I just pictured this is now me saying I just picture the Israelites saying once they heard Moses say in the wilderness they said oh yes I remember that place I remember that place as described in verse 15. It says that vast and dreadful place. I remember that place where there was no food and no water. I remember that dry wasteland, that venomous, that place that had venomous snakes and scorpions. Yes, I remember. And I remember that Moses told me that God was with us. And I remember that God showed us. That he was leading us. And this brings me to my first point today. Remember, church, God has led you before, and he will lead you again. God leads you. If we bring to memory right now, right now, a time that you and I spent in the wilderness, a dry time, a spiritual dry time, a place where we were struggling. I'm sure it may come fairly quickly, right? Because it was a season in your life where it was hard. You were struggling. You didn't understand why God had brought you into such a place. And it may not have taken 40 years, but you sure could recall that hardship. And you sure could recall that difficult journey. But I want to tell you today that God, again, I want to remind you, he doesn't allow you to go through things for, any, for no reason, right? Just so that you don't forget, so that you forget No, he says, I brought you through the wilderness, but I want you to remember. I want you to remember that I was faithful. I want you to remember that I was leading you with purpose. Amen? And for this reason, it is said that our remembrance of his faithfulness should provoke us to be faithful to him. I remember what God did to, for me. I remember how he took me out of that place. And therefore, we are called to faithfulness to him, to try and follow his commandments, to trust him and believe that he is leading us. Amen? God says in his word, right? Isaiah 43, two, one of my favorite verses. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Why, church? Because God is leading us. Our walk with God, we can testify here, has led us through many, many different roads. Many mountainous roads. We faced heavy things that we probably said to ourselves I don't know how I'm gonna make it through this one but yes you do know yes you do know you know that God is with you you know that even in that spiritual dry place God is walking you through it you may not understand why all you need to know is God is leading you and God calls us to remember today just as Moses called the Israelites Remember that he has been with you in that wilderness. Remember that he is leading you, that he is with you every step of the way. And let's finish verse 2. It says, and you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all these 40 years in the wilderness. Now, here comes the reason why. The purpose. The verse says, to humble you and to test you, to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. See here, Moses reminds God's people that it is God who is leading them, right, through some hard experiences because he sees the condition of their hearts. Because he can't fulfill his purpose in them until they get some things right. And the first thing he's working on them is their humility. They need to become humble. Amen? He's working on the condition of their heart. God walks with them through the wilderness. It's sort of like a purge that he's having them go through. Jealousy has to be removed ungodliness has to be removed hypocrisy has to be removed i want to make you humble so that i can fulfill my purpose in you so i can lead you to the land that i promised for you amen richard Tao says the human experience of the christian is designed to work humility into our basic character why Why is that so important? Because humility is one of the fundamental characteristics of God. And if we claim that we are God followers, God believers, Jesus lovers, let us remain humble, which brings me to my second point. We need to keep our hearts humble church. Amen. Every day I wake up and I'm like, Lord, keep me humble search my heart God keep my heart humble keep me clean keep me pure amen we need to try our best we need to be intentional and try not to allow ungodly things into our hearts and the Holy Spirit thank God for the Holy Spirit amen That begins to warn you when those things try to creep into your heart. Watch out now. Here it comes. Call on God because he's telling you, he's showing you. This doesn't belong in your heart. Fix it. I'm right here standing with you. Amen. God knows the conditions of all our hearts. He didn't tell, Moses didn't tell the Israelites, God walked you this way so he can see your heart. No, he said, God knew the condition of your heart. So he wanted you to walk through the wilderness so that you can see the condition of your heart as well. And he's calling us to remember, I walked you that way because I wanted you to see the condition that you were in. Because I can't fulfill my purpose in you if you can't come to terms with the condition that you're in. And if you can't allow me to humble you, You need to allow me to work in you amen so Moses calls the Israelites Moses the teacher and he says come my children I need you to remember I need you to remember that God led us into this wilderness why because we were a sinful people because we were in disobedience And he said, you're not ready. So I need to walk you through this. I need to purge your heart. I need to humble you. I need to make you pure. Amen? So that I can fulfill my purpose in you. Amen? So God is calling us again. And I want to remind you, number one, God leads you. In everything that you're going through today, that you went through yesterday, that you've gone through in the past, and that you will go through in the future, God is leading you. We stand confident in that. We are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, and because we are saved, he has a purpose for us, and we can stand confident that whatever we go through is because he's leading us through it. Amen? And he wants us... He wants us to stay humble, to remain humble, to keep our hearts humble. Amen, church? And I know we're going pretty fast here. I don't know, Pastor George, right? And last, let's look at that verse three, right? He says, so I humbled you. I allowed you to hunger, to feel hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor your fathers know, that he might make you, that man shall not, make you to know that man shall not live by bread alone, but that man lives by the very word that proceeds from where, church? From the mouth of the Lord. Here we see that Moses is reminding the Israelites how God led them through the hard experiences, through the wilderness, without food, without water, so that he could teach them and he could remind us of something that we will need to know for all eternity. That man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And that brings me to my third point. Remember, church, remember to depend on God for all things. God led the Israelites to a place where they could feel the need for God's help. And in that place, He helped them. He helped them. How many times have we found ourselves in places, in situations, in circumstances, where we have to literally throw up our hands and say, I can't, Lord, I need you to do this. I don't know what to do. Where we have finally identified that we are not in control where we can finally admit and say you're leading me you're teaching me so i'm gonna surrender all the control now show me what it is that you want to show see he fed the israelites manna every single day but guess what They had to feel that dependence every single day because they didn't know the night that they rested their heads, they weren't sure if that very manna would be there the next day. And they couldn't eat of the one that he had placed the day before because it was dry, it was terrible, it wasn't good. Amen? Amen? See, because what God gives, God is so beautiful. He allows us to get, he gives us things new every single day. We learn something new every single day in Jesus. He doesn't want us to remain and eat of the very thing, of the very old thing that he already did for us. He wants us to continue, to rely on him, to depend on him. So every day they feared, will it be there in the morning? But God showed himself faithful. He showed them, if you depend on me, I will be faithful to you. He reminds us today, put your total dependence on me and I will be faithful to you. Amen? Put your total dependence on God. Every single need that you have before the Lord. See, because it wasn't that God wouldn't meet their need, but he worked it out in such a way that he taught them how to depend on him. Can you recall that time? That walk with the Lord where he said, I'm teaching you how to depend on me. Isaiah 41:13 says, "For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you." Philippians 4:11 says, "I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances." That verse right there proclaims whatever God wants. I put my full dependence on him whatever he says i'm walking with him i've been there i've done that now this is a new day this is a new walk with christ i'm gonna allow him to lead me i'm gonna keep my heart humble and i'm gonna put my total dependence on him amen amen so church today god is calling us This was a simple message, a reminder that God is calling you to remember. Remember. Just as he called Moses and the Israelites through that 40-year journey in the wilderness, God is saying to us, remember where I brought you out from. Remember all that I've done for you. Remember how I opened doors and closed doors. Remember the call that I have placed on your life. Remember that I have chosen you. Remember that I will discipline you at times. But remember, most of all, that I love you and that I will remain faithful to you if you depend on me. Can we stand to our feet this morning? You know, walking this walk with the Lord is not an easy one. We struggle every day. Amen? And we struggle with very simple things that we know and in our hearts that we have to do them. We should do them. Amen? But things get in the way. Early in the morning, we should pray we should give ourselves to the Lord we should surrender ourselves to God we should find time to pray and talk with him we need to find time to work to go into the word with him we need to find time to worship God but sometimes we get caught up and at times are caught up will lead us into a wilderness will lead us into a place and we wonder why we're there because remember that just as God saw the heart of the Israelites he saw your heart and he said I need you I need to lead you this way so that I can teach you something I need to take you down this walk so that you can learn something and not forget I need to remind you what you are called out to do what you have set out what he has set out for you to become God wants you to remember all that he's done for you thus far in those times where things might get tough and you might say God where are you why are you allowing this remember I was with you then I'm with you now says the Lord I was with you when you were crying I was with you when you were having financial issues I was with you when your marriage was in disarray. I was with you when your kids, when you were so worried about your children. I was with you when you had lost your job. I was with you. I was walking with you. I led you into a place with me where you could lock in and you could hear my voice and you could see that you needed to totally depend on me. I was with you then. I am with you now says the Lord keep yourselves humble church and put your total dependence on God if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior we want to invite you today to know the God that we are remembering today To come and to recognize with us that He is the Savior. That He can change your life. That He can do all things, immeasurable things in your life that you never thought could happen in your life. Only God can. And if this message has resonated with you, the altar is open. If you want, we will pray with you. But most of all, church, today we are called to remember. God is telling you, remember where I came, where I brought you from. Don't forget that you are called. Don't forget I am leading you. Don't forget to keep your heart humble. And don't forget to put your total dependence on me. Amen. God bless you, church. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this sermon. We pray it blesses and encourages your life.